What is going on, guys? Welcome to Bearded Discussion Podcast, the show that talks about what it means to be a man in the 21st century. I'm your host, Simon Binkowski, a self-proclaimed fitness fanatic, and I'm on a journey to challenge stereotypes about men. Every week, me and my guests will bring you amazing conversations about masculinity, relationships, fitness, sex, and many more. Now, let's jump into the show. Uh, for those that are new to the show, Adam is a professional stand-up comedian and also a YouTuber. Uh, you'll be able to uh, check his account or check his check his channel in, in links below. Um, what, what? Yeah, man. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Uh, let's Thank jump you. straight to it. I'm sure you've seen the recent news that's been going on for about the past two weeks, I think, two or three weeks. Uh, the, the, the major battle between Epic and Apple. Uh, and the, the, the Fortnite, the Fortnite situation, all the shit that's going on. Um, and sort of, I don't, I don't, I know this topic has been sort of done in depth before, uh, and, and more recent, but I, I wanted to sort of, uh, talk about it from a different angle based on that, based on the whole situation that's going on, uh, with Apple banning, uh, Fortnite from the Apple ecosystem essentially, and trying to ban Epic's access to Unreal Engine, so the, the the developer tools that they need, and the same happened to a few other independent, smaller uh, game developers. Uh, I wanted to ask you: Do you think Apple, based on that, is becoming like a like that old little monopoly guy, where they're just trying to overtake the, the whole industry? Yeah, absolutely, man. They've got the power. They've got the money. They've got the fan base. Yeah. Yeah, of course. They, but they've, uh, they've put the Monopoly guy on stilts and they've given him some better clothes to make him more palatable. That is true. They, they are really going against their, their initial message. Even before this podcast, I watched that uh, uh, commercial for the, the, the one that Epic parodied in the end, like the 1984, oh, the 1984 one. Macintosh yeah. commercial. Yeah. And yeah. And however you look at it, in some ways, they are becoming that guy that's on the screen talking about, you know, this is, this is, I forgot. They've been that guy in their ad for a good decade at least. But they've been able to hide it. They've been able to hide it. And right now, all of, do you think it's a 2020 thing where it's just like shit is starting to come out and people are willing to put up with less shit because of pandemic and everything that's happening? Yeah, I think that's definitely a breaking point. I think, I mean, especially coupled with the fact that who's suffering the most during this pandemic? It's the average Joe, right? The average salt of the earth people who are Absolutely. working in the restaurants, they're working in the bars, the pubs. A lot of people have been laid off. People you and I both know, good friends of ours, have yeah. lost their jobs, right? Yeah. Um, because they're at the bottom of the food chain and yet they do the most amount of work. And who is succeeding during this great recession, during this global pandemic. Corporations. Huge corporations, man. <laughs> Apple has seen record profits. Amazon is going through the roof. Microsoft is laughing. Uh, Google's doing better than ever. Yeah. The stock market is going wild. Like it's, that you look at the stock market, it's completely disjoint from the, from the economy. So people are pissed. <laughs> Well, Apple, um, Apple, Apple. During this pandemic, when when businesses are shutting down, people are being laid off. They became a trillion million trillion hey, dollar company, the first one ever. That is just mm -hmm. amazing. Jeff Bezos became like the first person in like hundred years that 
is like has a net worth of over 200 billion which is fucking ridiculous when you think about it you know what actually sort of like a side point I, i read recently if you made hundred thousand pounds or hundred thousand dollars every day since jesus christ was born you would still be poorer than jeff bezos is today so if from if if from the day if from the day that jesus christ was born until today you were earning one hundred thousand dollars you would still be poorer than than jeff bezos is when yeah how many years that's two thousand years yeah, but it's assuming that Jesus was real, right? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. That's a, I, I just read it and, and what, I was just, it just what, like blew my mind. If, what happens if I'm a born again Christian? Does that, does it count when I, when I, I don't know, I don't know. Your stock, your stock might go down. I have no idea. <laughs> but sort of going, let's go back to that Apple and let's really like dive into it because, yeah, they, yeah. they are smashing it and they are becoming the, I don't know, could you say that they are becoming the bad guy? Or like the, the, depends. The, you, the cat's you, out the bag, essentially. I, it depends. It depends what you mean by bad guy, because they're just doing their job, right? They're just doing what any company wants to do. It just wants to amass a huge amount of wealth yeah. at any cost. Are they bad because their phones are made in China by children? Actually, I don't know if it's done by children. I don't want to slander them, but they're definitely done by people who want to jump out of the buildings after they've assembled them, and then they're yeah. Uh, their fix was to put, let's just put nets on the windows. Uh, that is allegedly, but that's definitely also true. Yeah. Um, it, are they the bad guys because of that? Probably. You I know, mean, obviously, yes, everything. every corporation, they want to amass as, as much of wealth as possible, but then sort of looking at it as a consumer or as a, as a Can technology- businesses ever really be good though? Unless you're a non-profit charity. I think they can. I think it. they, I mean, obviously every business- Name one good business. I don't know, your local independent coffee shop. No, they're pricks. I've seen them. But they're, um... <laughs> <laughs> they, they kick turtles, man. I saw them. <laughs> but you, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, as every business, they are trying to amass as much wealth as possible. But um, And that's completely understandable. But, you know, trying to the- monopolize the whole industry as much yeah, as possible, yeah. that's that's the bad thing. That's like, right. which understandable <laughs> at the same time, but it's... It's shit when you look at it from a technology enthusiast point of view, like us, sort of like, you know, it, it might not even impact the average consumer that much. I mean, if you're a fan of Fortnite and you were playing it on your iPhone, that impacts you directly. That's, that's. Yeah. You have to download a better game or upgrade yourself to a decent yeah. console. Yeah. But sort of why, why do you think uh, we put Apple higher or rate them higher as compared to Windows and Android altern- alternatives, what do you think? Because it's trendy, it's fashionable. They made they made like before before the iPhone came about. Technology was for geeks, was for was for nerds, was for I'm cool. We, nobody cared what phone you had. Like they just cared about cars, clothes, fashion. Apple made it fashionable to have their tech, like. I think it's, I can't remember who it was, but I think it was like maybe Microsoft. They had like a similar tablet or like something that represented an iPad where it was like a touch screen and yeah. it looks like the nerdiest piece of crap. Yeah. And then Apple created something called the iPad, which is thinner, was smooth. They had a huge marketing budget and it became a completely different product. Mm-hmm. So they managed to, they made tech cool. 
They made tech cool. The average person did not care about tech, whereas now they do. And that's come, that's been, that's the reason why they're so successful. Do you think that's the sole reason? Because really, when you look at it, when you... And their products are better, or they used to be a lot better than their competition. I think now the competition from Windows and Android, a lot of companies have, have caught up. But I think back in 2006, 2007, whenever the first few iPhones were released, it was the best tech by miles. And nobody had, nobody could hold a candle. Yeah. But I think now they've reached, we've pretty much reached the peak of innovation in terms of smartphones. It's all just tweaking. And it, the competition has yeah. finally caught up. And they yeah. really need another revolutionary type of product to put them in that next level. Well, that's exactly that. When you look, when you look at it, when you look at it right now, and the different products that are on the market, there isn't really much of a difference nowadays between an iPhone and Android or, or Windows equivalents, right? Yeah, the only difference I would say. For like the even, and you can kind of tell this, like when you when you hold an iPhone and an Android side by side, like even if they've got the exact same specs and everything else, when you when you hold the the iPhone, there's just a unique level of a heightened sense of smugness that sort of just comes over you, and you just feel immediately better than other people. And that goes back to what you said. That, that goes back to what you said that they managed to turn it into rather than a even you know turn it they managed to turn it into um a fashion statement a status yeah. statement rather than yeah. rather than a piece of tech right because at the end of yeah. the day you know both companies or both systems or whatever they do phone calls they do photos and everything else but yeah. they managed to and that's the status it's almost like Let's be honest, if everyone, if money was never an issue for anyone, everybody would go for the iPhone because it's a status thing. Even though it's like, I think so. I think you only really go to Android if you know your shit and you want to use it for more te techy things. I think yeah. if you just want to take selfies and, you know, message Bay, then you just get an Apple and you feel good about yourself. And everything connect, it connects to all your other Apple devices and you don't have to worry about turning on Bluetooth because that's too complicated for you. So you just have to like, but they know like like the you know the 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 world garden that Apple has created essentially, where mm. every like they they sort through it better than any post office out there. Like when it comes yeah. to it's serious it's apps and everything, but it's it's. Don't you think that in the end that hurts a consumer? Uh, it does if there wasn't choice. Um, that's what, thank God, there is choice. And that's the reason why it's good that there's two ecosystems. We were, we were talking, I think we mentioned about this before the podcast, but we were saying, think about how expensive iPhones and Apple products are now. That's with competition. That's with Google. That's with Android. That's with Microsoft. Imagine how expensive their products would be if there wasn't that competition. They were the only sole provider of, of uh, smartphones. That will go through the even more through the roof. Well, that's what that's exactly well. That's what they're trying to achieve in a way, right? Obviously, that's not going to happen because there's there's a lot of competition out there. But they they mm. want to monopolize the industry as yeah, much as possible, especially right? the app store. Yeah, yeah. It was it thirty percent? I think they get from the, any every any purchase on the app store. Yeah, that is 30%. ridiculous. That is absolutely mm. ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, there is a there is a point to when you use their products, like I've. I've I use both systems. I use Apple and I use Android and Windows. There is a thing, there is a point to... Hello. 
Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're the same, so shut up, because you, you're the same. You use all the other systems as well, so no, yeah, exactly. No, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so shut up. <laughs> but it's like the, the point I'm trying to make is that they they are super easy to get familiar with. Like you could give it to your grandma and she she would know how to operate an iPhone or, or a MacBook or any, or, you know, just you can give it to a you can give it to a kid. Give it to a give it to an unborn baby. Give it to an embryo, and it, yeah. they will figure out how to use it. That's, I mean, kudos to them for being able to achieve that because obviously, like something like Windows or Android is much like, more complicated. What's what? I mean, what the AirPods? How do you pair the AirPods? You just open the, you just flick it open. They were the first right? ones to do it. Obviously, now other. Yeah, but they did that right. Like, if you can't manage to open the case. <laughs> you shouldn't be anywhere near a computer. That's too dangerous for you. <laughs> go back home. Go into go back to your bed and put a seatbelt on because that's how simple they made it. And I think that's the that's the allure. It's a shame that it comes with like with all their products like a thousand dollar price tag. That's that's the real problem. That is ridiculous. Yeah, that's absolutely like they are definitely on par with something with brands like Supreme and and Starbucks and you know all these companies that essentially they do sell products offer products but what they're really selling is the status symbol is the the way it makes you feel right yes and the way you're perceived by others like again we, we might have mentioned this before but if you see someone in a coffee shop with an apple laptop and they're dressed they're like an apple yeah an apple laptop and then they're like they're dressed kind of trendy yeah the first thing is just oh is that person like creative what is that as soon as you see someone open like a an Asus or yeah. a ThinkPad, you kind of go, oh, what a tramp. And you just kind of like, it's <laughs> uh, like even like, like Dell is the only thing that's acceptable. Like, I've got Dell, but even I was just like, yeah, Dell's, I guess it's okay. It just doesn't have that same level of sort of uh, finesse. Yeah. It's, it's like, if you call a friend and they don't answer and he goes, Welcome to Tesco Mobile. I immediately disown that friend. I'm like, you're you're not. You're not uh, you're you've not had friends like that. So you've had friends like that. I remember. Hundred percent. Yeah. They are now gone. I was like, I can't <laughs> be having. I can't be having people on Tesco Mobile in my in my social. So I don't care how good a rate it is. I can't have someone on Tesco Mobile in my friendship group. <laughs> We've got some good deals there, by the way. That's, that's serious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah. <laughs> do you think? Do you think? Um, do you think we will always hold them to that standard or do you think sort of now because the you know the the PC movement and and all the other movements that are going on in 2020 and all the you know like detail like you know all the shit that's coming out and do you think something like that what's going on right now with Apple and 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 Epic and the whole battle and and just us in general moving forward as as a as people, as a society, do you think they will always be held to that standard? Meaning that they can sell us, they can sell us peanuts as as long as they have an Apple logo, and then we're gonna pay fifty quid for it, or fifty pounds, or fifty dollars for it. Yeah, genuinely, I would like a peanut with the Apple logo. That would be pretty cool. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's never gonna change because are people gonna not want to? Are people ever gonna get bored of Lamborghinis and Ferraris? No, right. The only way they're going to have to reconcile anything is when a new competitor comes in and matches their level of quality. So Ferraris and Lamborghinis 
and maybe to a lesser extent Porsches or something, they were all sitting on their laurels, resting on their laurels going, we're cool, we're like the top dogs. No one's ever going to come in and change us. And then what did Tesla do? Came in out of nowhere. It's like, we've got no history of cars. We're going to make the sickest car ever. It's going to be electric. It is the future. And, they yeah. were, and then suddenly they were all like, oh my God, what, what? And then suddenly like the aspirational car doesn't become Ferraris or Lamborghinis. You go, yeah, that's cool, but Tesla's are the Teslas are the one, right? And you've got this crazy fucking Elon Musk guy tweeting stupid shit, like saying the same sort of shit the guy in the pub would say. And you're like, how is he? How is he at the top? And then suddenly these other cars have like Ferraris and Lamborghinis. They're struggling. They're going, we're doing an electric version. Uh, yeah, we want to remain relevant. And now they're shitting themselves. So I don't think the current players like you, like Windows and Google at the moment are doing that. I think it's going to take a new company that no one's ever heard of just to completely present something new, which is better. Really? How so? Why, why don't you well, think that someone like Google can, can yeah, offer Yeah, they might similar? do, but I mean, look at how the pixels perform. And I think Google's not really, Google's a lot of their percentage of, you know, the, the, the revenue they generate from their hardware sales is minuscule. It's like less than like 5% or something stupid. It's all software based. Think, the way I think of it is, think about before iPhone. Before the iPhone, mm-hmm. Who was top dog? Blackberry. What? No, I'm I'm talking about uh, in terms of phones. Yeah, 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 Blackberry. Of course, Blackberry was the top fucking dog, man. Everyone Everyone used Blackberry. It It was the one, right? And then, and then suddenly the iPhone came out. A new company or a new Apple just came in. Now you think that's uh, an isolation? Um, If you think that's in isolation, it isn't. Because who was the top dog before Blackberry in the phone space? Motorola. Yeah, but I'm thinking like more Nokia, right? Nokia, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You remember Nokia? Fucking, oh, where yeah. the hell are they now? They That's were like, everyone one. had a Nokia 3810i. And I remember the first camera phones and it was like, there's no way Nokia is losing this fucking throne, right? And then suddenly this company comes out of nowhere, innovates, brings up this whole new product and they get left in the dust. But that so, is interesting because if you look at Nokia, they they were late to innovate. That's why they got pushed to the side essentially yeah do you think apple now with the size of a company it is and and the the amount of they're money that's going through it they're too smart they wouldn't so? let else. yeah and if somebody did come up because it's the world's biggest first trillion dollar company whatever they just buy them out they'd buy them out like because no one's going to shoot up i mean doesn't apple have like more money than some countries' G- entire GDP. I think they're re- richer than Greece right now. Like, yeah, the, oh, that's, like they, that's not a very high bar, mate. Come on. <laughs> I've, I mean, heard, I've heard they've got, they've got more money than Essex. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's. I, I was thinking like a country with like good credit. I, I'm pretty sure they're like bigger than Ireland or something. But um, yeah, they are going to. They 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 constantly innovate, but like. All, yeah, any of these companies, when they when they forget or they neglect innovating, that's when they go fall by the wayside. Like Blockbuster wow. didn't innovate, and then they they got taken out by Netflix. And the stupid thing was, this is what I read somewhere, that Netflix actually went to Blockbuster back in the day and was like, "Hey, would you like to give us a few mil? You know, we'll give you our platform and stuff." Yeah. And Blockbuster were going. Are you Who joking? Are you? Streaming, we, we spit on you. <laughs> Get out of here. You're lucky we're not going to sue you for even like walking into our building. Yeah. And Netflix was like, all right, all right, all right. And then suddenly, boom, huge. So, yeah, they wouldn't. Or, uh, and, and, you know, I don't think, yeah. You'll but need do you think, do you think they innovate really? 
they don't really innovate that much. I mean, no, well, they don't. what they do, what they do, they, they wait for everyone else to innovate and then they make the best version of that innovation in a way. Yes, they do that. But in the same, like, yeah, you saw it with the, with the Apple Watch. You saw that with uh, a lot of other stuff. iPhones, Can't. iPhones did the same, even in yeah, terms of design. No, no, but there was no such thing as iPhones. Um, in te- they came up with the technology first, but you're right in terms of making the screens larger, they relate to the game and everything else. But yeah. bringing them to the market was the thing. But with regards to that, Oh, I had a point, but I lost it. What were you, what were you saying before? <laughs> I was just saying that, like, do you, do you think they really innovate? Because what they do is... Oh, you know what? I think they do and they don't. I think, like you said, some instances they don't and they just wait for the best version to come out, which is similar to what Nintendo does. They just wait for other people to do the hard work and they just piggyback on the, on the technology. But in spite of that, I do think they lead in certain areas. Like, like they were the first company to put the fingerprint scanner into phones. Were they? Yeah, with the with the okay. new iPhone, with one of the, I think it was the five the Touch ID five. or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was the first thing, and then they did the facial recognition. They were the first people to do that. Uh, they also they also lead in terms, even though if it's shitty for the consumer, they also do move the industry. So they were the first phone company to, or the first company to remove the headphone jack from the phones. That's true. Sometimes whatever everybody they do becomes a standard. Yeah. And they, they, everybody shat on them and then suddenly every, all these smartphones start removing headphone jacks. Well, that's what they're they trying start- to do now with removal of the charges from the box. Or you, like, So when you're going to get an iPhone, you're essentially just going to get the phone. You won't have a charger in there. You know what? I think I, I agree and disagree with that point in terms of... I, part of me is like, fuck you, give me my charger. But then another point... Part of the reason why allegedly they were stopping that was because they the said everyone who buys an iPhone, yeah, everyone has it. Everybody has it. Now, what I think they should do is go, right, this is, you know, let's say they've released a new phone and it's exactly the same price as their, their previous iPhone 11 or whatever it is. And all they do is that we're not raising the price. You're getting better specs, but we're not raising the price. But if you don't want a charger, we will charge you 30 pounds. Pe- Dollars less, whatever it costs for a regular charger. So you, you can get an additional $30 saving mm-hmm. if you don't get it with a charger, and that's for the environment. As soon as they start saying we're charging the same price, but now you don't even get a charger, then that's that's insulting. Um, do, you, do you think that looking, looking into the future, do you think that they will become so big and so powerful where they get sort of too ahead of themselves in a way? Like they, they, they will, they will set the laws and, and set the rules and set, I, I don't mean that they will become a country or anything like that, but I just mean that they will get to such a powerful position. I'm, I'm sh- in a way, I'm pretty sure they already are in certain aspects anyway, because it's the biggest fucking company in the world. Yeah. But that they will turn into that guy that has been on in that advert in the 1984 advert. I I already think they are that person, one hundred percent. On what what yeah, basis? Been, okay, it's the big. They are the big dogs. It, who are the big dogs at the moment? You've got Apple, you've got Google, you've got Amazon, Microsoft, and Facebook. I'm just grateful that at least it's split across five fucking companies. I'm just grateful that it's at least five. Although they control the entire of the internet and all we do, I'm just grateful that it's at least five people. Microsoft has businesses, right? All business in- investments, software. 
Google has everybody's brains and all their search. Apple's is everybody's sort of like status symbols and products. Jeff Bezos, make sure you get your toilet roll delivered to your door. And then whoever the fucking, whoever the last Facebook. one. Facebook. Facebook. Facebook controls people's minds and the country and the rig elections. It's all emotions. Yeah. Man, keep, to- keep, talk- keep talking like that. You're going to get me demonetized even before I'm monetized. Yeah, right. yeah many channel. <laughs> yeah, they, Facebook's the scariest because that's where Do people so? go to. They're the ones. Did you did you watch that Cambridge Analytica documentary where it was like I have I have used Facebook to manipulate a small a small group. I think they got a local. They managed to rig an election. Well, that's what, they, that's what Facebook, they did in USA, right? That's yeah. what they did in USA. Yeah, that well, that was the election, allegedly. right? Allegedly, allegedly, yeah. But uh, who knows? Uh, another sort of yeah. another 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 interesting documentary that's going to be coming out soon regarding that actually google with the data and and, and facebook as well and the social media in general uh, i believe it's called the social dilemma which is going to be on netflix on the 9th of september and it yeah. is scary like when you have these five main players it is going to it is scary when you think about the future because they collectively they are or will be more powerful than any governing body in any country. Mm-hmm. They will set the rules. They will they essentially will be running the world because they like what you said, they they control every single emotion that you as a consumer can have, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let, let's let's say if so the whole world uh, in that aspect is the monopoly board and they are the main players, the main freaking figures yes. on, on the monopoly board. They're the only ones you can afford to play. And they raise the stakes for everyone else. So the, the barrier to entry is, oh, you want us to create a little search engine? Duck, duck, go. Fuck you. <laughs> we're, raising, we're raising the price. We, we can control the browsers. We're blocking duck, duck, go within the browser. Like it's, uh, yeah, I think the thing is, it's not, I don't think these companies are necessarily inherently evil. I'm not saying that whatsoever. In yeah. fact, Google's original com- slogan was don't be evil, right? That was, was their, okay. that was their okay. slogan. Although they do deals with the Chinese government to make sure they still censor stuff so they can still remain profitable in China, yeah. so, which is going against their main ethos of openness. Yeah. So is that evil? Who knows? Uh, just like a lot of companies, that, yeah, just like a lot of makeup companies will test on animals to sell to the Chinese market, even though that's against their, their, their ethics. But the thing is, right, let's say, the, the reason why it's concerned for them to have all the power is, let's say you wanted to I don't know, start some sort of rebellion, sort of some evolution. You go to Facebook, you're being monitored on Facebook, they can shut you down, right? Then you go, let me just Google, let me try and see where, where I need to go on this street, they can shut you down. Your phone that you're tweeting from or, or your iPhone, they can they can track you and everything else. So it's uh it's I'm just glad they're all separate companies. For I'm now. sure I'm sure none of them none of them want to do evil or evil things or you know make bad stuff or hurt people or whatever but don't you think the average, like- the average amazon employee earns i think i read this a couple of years ago the average amazon amazon multi-billion dollar company the average employee earns less than thirty thousand dollars in a year and that's we're not let's not think Jeff about bezos Facebook makes now. it in a split second <laughs> Yeah, oh, mate, he makes more than that in a split second. He probably, yeah, he makes huge amounts of money. But then it was just like saying, 
they earn like nothing essentially. Yeah. Thirty thirty thousand dollars. They don't. They earn under thirty thousand dollars. That's not even thirty thousand pounds. That's thirty thousand dollars, which is like I don't know, twenty five, if that. As you're saying that, I'm I'm uh, I'm, re- <laughs> I'm remembering the South Park episode where he's just like you work for Amazon, you get money from Amazon, so you can spend spend it on Amazon and Amazon Prime. <laughs> And you go to work to Amazon, come back to get your Amazon Prime delivery, yeah. and it's just they, like a whole endless fucking cycle. Cycle fulfillment or something. That was such a good episode because they were just parodying how Amazon workers are treated like absolute shit, but then yeah. as customers they're treated really well, and that's like the whole Amazon's ethos. Maybe not treating stuff like shit, but just basically treating customers as the top priority, which they do. So they they were like being really. At work, they were given ridiculous hours, treated like sort of animals. Yeah. And they were like, oh, I hate work at Amazon. And then they go home and they go, oh, my Amazon package has arrived. It's like South Park so good, man. So oh, good. South, Park, South Park is amazing, absolutely. And and <laughs> they just, they, they keep their hand on the pulse and just like, man, they keep their they're, they're, the able, they're sure. able to make anything and everything funny. It's like, definitely. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> as a consumer, it's, I feel like we live in a time where like like the scale is balanced and now going forward from a consumer perspective you can only hope that none of these companies will actually go towards the the wrong thing like you know with like with a Facebook for example you know you wouldn't want Facebook to go deeper into you know rigging allegedly uh, rigging like the elections and and you know really impacting political situations and 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 yeah i think i life. think the problem with, the problem with that and the problem with facebook is it's not the fact that mark zuckerberg wants to rig elections it's just they've got so much data and they're too they they're they're too willing to give away those the tools to their data to third party companies like cambridge analytica, uh, analytica, analytics yeah. like other countries um, whether uh, let's say Russia wants to get involved in some of that, they've become too powerful for their own good and they don't have a strong enough lock on the gates. If that makes sense. Ooh, so it exposes, it, it may, it exposes them because it's not Facebook. That is, let's really say, let's say the fake news stuff. If it's like everyone was saying, and that's yeah. why there was a huge advertising boycott. It's not because Facebook is creating fake news. It's because Facebook is failing to prevent the spread of fake news. So any old dickhead with an agenda can put up this fake news article saying, did you know Irish people were were treated like slaves uh, up until 2008? And if it's got a credible looking website and the the article's written in English, people will go, fucking hell, I didn't realise that the Irish were slaves until 2008 in America. Yeah. And it's Facebook's, they're so it's so vast. They've got so much data now that they, they just can't filter out fast enough, and that's why it's dangerous. It's not because these companies are evil; it's because they haven't got a grip on how successful they've been. <laughs> and then other people they leave themselves open to infection. Essentially, that that's my that that's is, my two cents. That's very interesting. So based on that, we we as consumers are equally as responsible for whatever the future brings as well. Because we are yeah. the ones, we are the ones spreading the fake news, or we are the ones reading it, or we are the ones yeah. impacting the, certain things. 
the amount of people who've sent me articles to which I fucking know they haven't read. They've just sent it to me. They've gone, oh my God, did you hear this? And you go, did you read this bitch? And, just like, and then he was like, no, I didn't actually read it. And then, and then all you do is you do a quick cursory Google if, if it's true or not. And normally like Snopes has it or someone, yeah. and he goes, yeah, this isn't actually true. It's all just, it's completely fabricated. It's like it's like chain message. You know those email chain chain messages that your uncle yeah, yeah, sent, yeah, yeah, your auntie yeah. sends you. Yeah, yeah. Send this to ten people, otherwise you'll die. And oh, like yeah, as an eight year old, you're like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. And then it's like it's just that, but on the next level. Like it used to just be chain messages. Send this. Now it's just actual fake news, and it's it can be weaponized to rally people up, um, and it can have shitty results. We live in strange fucking times nowadays, yeah. definitely. Like it's it's really it's strange, exciting and just so interesting to see and observe and, and well, let, Yeah. I mean let let's say in the upcoming American election, let's say you didn't want Biden to win. Let's say the Republican Party didn't want Biden to win. They, yeah. they could easily just create a couple of fake news stories about how Biden kicks kids in the head or something, or just Oh, do you know Biden hates cats? Yeah. Or something really vicious about Biden. And then suddenly you, people go, oh, Jesus, do you hear that? Even if you don't, even if it's not true, you're just, the fact that you hear about it. Yeah. It has, it has gravitas. Like, uh, okay, let's say one thing, right? Like, let, let, somebody that we know, we both know. Uh, I'm not going to name names because it's horrible to put somebody in that situation. But let's say, let's say there's a person that we both know called Mike. Neutral. Yeah. You and I both know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say if somebody spreads fake news about him and goes, "Hey, do you hear? Do you hear Mike? He's a. Do you hear it? He's a. He's a chronic masturbator." <laughs> who who <laughs> is you know, it And you go, "Really?" You go, "Yeah, yeah. That's what I heard." And you go, "I've been with Mike many times, and his hands have always been up on the table. Like I've never <laughs> seen him touch himself." And they go, "Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's true or not, but that's just what I heard." From now on, whenever you see Mike in social situations, this poor bloke, you're looking at him going, is he a chronic masturbator? Like that's, that's, and that's all it is. It just takes that one bit of poison to pollute people's minds. And that's what, that's how dangerous fake news is. It doesn't need to be true. And they know that. It doesn't need to be verified. You just need to hear. That's what you've heard. And that's how, that's how stupid humans are. We never look at the actual results. Yeah. Uh, And if we do, we just research it from one side, which confirms our bias and stuff. Yeah. Well, we should, yeah, definitely. We should, as consumers, we should definitely take as much of a responsibility as all these corporations because we can create... Don't believe everything you see. Exactly. Exactly. Everyone's quick to say, don't Don't, believe everything you hear in the news. And then as soon as their auntie Pam sends them some shit about genocide happening in 2008, they go, it's true. It's like, Pam's no shit. Don't be sheep. Don't be sheep and do your own, have your own brain and do your own research. Do your own research and exactly. don't, be, don't be scared to look at other people. No, look, don't be scared to look at the other side. Exactly. Even if you don't agree with it, don't, don't be scared to look at the other opinion. It's, you don't have to live in your echo chamber. The entire exactly. Time. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. On that <laughs> note, let's end it. Let's end it for today. Before, before I end it, I want to sh- say shout out to Mike. <laughs> <laughs> And let's end this, man. Thank you for coming onto the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me, man. Every, everyone listening, you'll be able to find links to Adam's channel and his Instagram on, on YouTube under the video. And I hope yeah, you guys keep- enjoyed it. Again, thank you. And I look forward to many more. Cheers. Thanks. Thank you, guys. See you later. Bye.
Thank you for listening to Bearded Discussion Podcast. If you like the show, subscribe and follow your host, Simon Binkowski, on YouTube and Instagram. Share it with your friends and tune in next week. See ya.